Welcome back to another episode of the Med Spa Marketing Show. I hope you're having a great day. Today, we're going to talk all things email marketing. And before we go, like, okay, don't need to do anything email marketing. I send out my newsletter once a month or once a week. That's not what we're going to cover today. What we're going to cover today is how you use email to build trust, to sell more, to be the go-to person and have funnels on repeat, customer journeys, increase that lifetime value. So you're not just sending out that one email on a Friday or one email a month, or maybe we're not sending any emails, which is the case for a lot of people, or we're just blasting special offers or SOS. We need to fill up the clinic this month because we have open availability. So whatever the reason happens to be, you're doing email, you're not doing email, you're going to get a lot out of this episode. So let's jump into it. Welcome to the Medical Spa Marketing Show, a podcast dedicated to helping you market your medical aesthetic practice, be it a skincare clinic, plastic surgery, dermatologist, and of course, our medical spas. I'm here to help you learn all the tips and tricks on how to get your medical spa noticed on social media, increase your visibility on Google, generate leads through different channels and optimize marketing automations so it works for you while you sleep. Get ready to see successful results in no time. All right, let's do this. When somebody gives you their email address, what do you do with it? When they opt in for your newsletter, when they opt in for a guide, what happens there. So in today's episode, we're going to go through how people get on your list, ideal ways to get people on your list, what you should do when you have somebody's email address, key information you want to know about them so you can sell more to them, and some habits you need to do to keep your list clean so you avoid being reported as spam. You don't want to end up in somebody's promotional inbox and if somebody unsubscribes, yay, celebrate the people unsubscribing. It's going to help you with your email marketing. Let's dive into making money from your email list, whether this is selling to new leads who just came onto your list or leads who have been on your email list for a long time. The easiest way to sell to them is to segment them. What do I mean by segment them? Within your email list, you can segment what they're interested in and how we find out what they're interested in is very difficult but doable is we ask them <laughs> so the way we do this is you send an email and you actually tell them hey so i send you more of what you're interested in let me know what you're actually interested in and what way you do here with the email is you can have i'm aged between this and my goal is anti-aging. can break it out a few different ways to see what they're actually interested in and how you do it then within the email, you will then have a list and then you have a hyperlink on them. And when the person clicks the link, the email system or your CRM tags them as what they are interested in. Then the page they go to can just be a simple website page that says, thank you for letting us know. We're only going to send you stuff that you're interested in. Bonus points, put a video on that page and says, hey, thanks for letting us know you're interested in surgical or non-surgical procedures. That's exactly what I'm going to send you. Make them feel like you're a real person behind the email because a lot of people do not do that. They just send 
pure spammy marketing emails that has no voice or tone or doesn't work the clinic. You want to segment your people and then only send them emails about what they're interested in because there's no point in sending somebody who is interesting in fixing their neck compared to somebody who's 25 and is interested in prevention. You can't talk to them the same way. If you're sending emails that have got one tone, what's the point in sending them to everybody when you're not going to see the desired result? Segment them, the email hits the right person, and then they're going to have higher success because you're talking to them where they are. All right, let's reverse and start from the very beginning. How do people end up on your email list? So you should actively be building your email list and there's many ways to do this. First off and the easiest is your existing clients. You already have their emails. They should be on your list. And back to the previous point, you should be segmenting by people who have already given you money. And then you should be segmenting the people by your top 10, 20% of customers because you definitely talk to them differently. And they should be getting different emails with different messages. You should be rewarding those people. That will be your foundation. If you're moving into a CRM or you're just doing email for the first time, your existing customers are in there. Make sure you tag them. Next one that you are already doing or you should already be doing is people who reach out to you on your contact form. So forms that are on the website and people are reaching out with questions that you want to be having them on your email list as well and you want to be segmenting them too because they're people with intent so we've got our customers they're already buying from us we've got the people on the form who may not be customers already because you have your customers segmented the rest of the people on the list should be people who had intent but probably did not convert they should be tagged as coming true from the form the next way you want to be getting emails is people who are sending you DMs on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, SMS. Now, this can be done a little differently and it is manual in most cases, unless you're, you're using a tool like ManyChat where you can have automatic prompts and connections to your CRM that will answer frequently asked questions, give them guides, give them information that they're looking for. And they can say, hey, give me your email and I'll send that off to you. So that can go off to, but in some cases it may be manual, but if you have high intent, I would recommend asking them for their email if you need to follow up because when people get into DMs. Next, you wanna be having a live chat widget on your website that will prompt somebody if they're going to ask a question to give you their email address or phone number before they the question because if you're not available on live chat or you've got an automated system in place, this is another way that you will be grabbing their email addresses and then you will be able to upload them in the back end. And next one, my be all favorite way to get email addresses is lead magnet. If you don't know what a lead magnet is, it's simply an offer of something in value in exchange for the email address. Some examples of this could be like a skincare quiz, get, get your skincare guide. And the, the skincare guide could be something as simple as how to do your AM and PM skincare routine. Something that they're going to provide value, like coupons and promos, exclusive offers, a guide to picking the right injector, surgeon, 
that kind of stuff. People will also end up on your email list because, and this is standard across the board, if you work with a website developer or you get in a website created, there's always a spot for sign up for my newsletter. And I hate it. Who wants to sign up for a newsletter? Do you ever want to sign up for somebody's newsletter? What is newsletter? What are they going to say? It's so vague and has very little call to action. The conversion rate is so small on the newsletter sign up compared to people signing up for the guides. Like we talked before, you might have one to two percent of people who come to your website sign up for the newsletter if if that would actually be good versus 20% upwards of people who sign up for anything that has a call to action. Give me your email and I'll give you this. Give me your email and I'll give you a newsletter. Works better probably for plastic surgeons than it would for med spas. If you are going to have in your footer, sign up for your newsletter, change the wording on it, give it a call to action, sign up to get skincare resources, be the first to know about new services, new products, exclusive insider deals, sign up here. Make people want to sign up and don't only include the newsletter and I'm calling in the newsletter, you know what I mean. Don't only include it on the front of your website. Have pop-ups on your website. Yes, I know some people have pop-up blockers, all that kind of stuff, but you won't believe how much action you can have from a pop-up especially an exit intent pop-up. So when somebody's on your website and they go to leave, it's your last chance to get their email address. Again, it needs to be not sign up for my newsletter, but do this, get this, give me your email address. Put it in between your blog posts. Have a call to action in the middle of your blog post. Have a call to action in the middle of your service pages or nearly any page on your website. It should be a section on its own all dedicated to getting the email address. Your social media should have the same and you should have dedicated landing pages for this newsletter sign up. So it shouldn't just be the footer of your website. It should be distributed evenly. All channels point to give me your email address. All right. Now we know what to do, but let's talk about what not to do which is more important. Do not not send a confirmation email for signing up. Don't, and this goes for your contact us form, let people know what they should expect. So if I give you my email address, don't just have the text that pops up on the form. Thanks for signing up. Or even if they go to a thank you page, reinforce the decision that was a great choice and send them a confirmation email for signing up. The next thing you want to avoid doing when somebody signs up for your guide or your lead magnet and the thank you page, and I call it a thank you page, it's just basically the next page, the confirmation page, gives them the guide. Don't just leave it at that. Also send them an email with whatever they signed up for. Don't expect them to be in the space right then and there just to be able to say, okay, I got my guide. That's all I need to know. You want to follow. But hey, as promised, here's the guide that you requested. As promised, here's the skincare results from the quit that you took. 
don't just give them what they asked for. Follow up with it because people will take these when they're on the subway, when they're on the bus, train, middle of the night. It can be anywhere. And if you give them what they wanted initially, which is great, I actually like to be able to say, okay, here's your results. When they give you your email, you're doing both. So you're giving them the instant gratification of here's what you asked for. Here it is right now. And I've also sent a copy to your email. To get somebody's real email address says a lot. A lot of people will sign up with their dummy backup email account that they use to sign up for stuff. Somebody gives you the right email address and then all you do is spam them right away. They're going to unsubscribe. So what we want to do, you want to keep them excited. You want to welcome them to your world and deliver what they signed up for. You're reinforcing this is a great decision to sign up, what they can expect from you. If they signed up for a free resource, like your guide, you might want to send follow-up emails. So this is more like a funnel of you signed up for my freebie. I'm going to welcome you and excite you. And then I'm going to send you a couple of more helpful emails based on your skincare results. Your skincare results showed you sensitive skin with rosacea. And then you have a three to five email sequence to help them help themselves. So by giving them skincare tips, and then you can always put in a special offer, come in for a consultation, some kind of stuff, but do not be salesy. Being salesy at this stage is not going to help you. Okay. So how do exactly do we welcome them to your world? This is what we call in marketing world indoctrination sequence. We're reinforcing, keeping them excited and setting this stage for how they're going to hear from you. This is something I would say less than 5% of practices do. This can make all the difference in setting up for success and welcome them. If you work for the leads and this is something that will help convert people without having to talk to somebody when you're starting off their journey with email and how they might convert later on down the road. Doesn't have to be instant, but this is the solid foundation that every email system should be built upon. So we're going to welcome them. You want to be welcome them to your world and let them know what to expect. So how often they will hear from you, how they're going to be indoctrinated and welcome to your world. Let's talk about examples of indoctrination sequences and how it works. So indoctrination sequences anywhere from three to five emails that are sent. Okay, so let's have a look at what would go into each email. So email one is sent right away upon somebody giving you their email address. This is the ultimate hello, welcoming them to your world and it reinstates who you are in their mind. If you're trying to have the perception of this is who I am and this is what I'm an expert in, this is where it goes. You want to show them how you can make their lives better. It is all about building trust and not selling. So you're going to set the stage for welcome to your world. Hey, I'm so excited to have you here. This is who I am. This is how I can help you. And you're going to exactly lay it out over the next three or four days. I am going to send you X, Y, Z. So what this can look like, YouTube videos, blogs, hormone guide, wellness tips, skincare tips, anything that you have that can help them 
this is where it goes. So it's in this sequence, you're building trust. You are not selling. You are not selling. You are not selling. You are not selling. If you are selling in here, waste time. Email two, we're going to get a little bit personal and then we're going to give them what we promised them from email one. So yesterday I showed you who my work family was and that post a picture of the team in there. And today you want to build a bit more trust from the personal side. So you could be saying, I want to introduce you to who I am. Here's my dog, family, kid. Everybody has their own boundaries of what they want to share, but try and share something personable, personable. And this way you want to say, hey, here, here I am. Like when I'm not in the clinic, I'm out hiking with my dog, or this is what I like to do and include a picture of that. And then you want to say, as promised, here's the freebie. Here's the resource that's going to help you with X, Y, Z. Email three, why I do what I do. This is where you get to talk about your background, why you are exactly doing what you want to do. And everybody's story is so different. And this is where you get to shine. You want to include what makes you want to be better every day. And then as promised from email one, here is a resource, guide, video, whatever it happens to be that you're going to give them here. Email five and hint, hint. This brings us all the way back to the start of the episode. Help me help you get the most out of the email that I send. So this is where you're going to ask. If you tell me what interests you most, I will do my best to be able to send you the resources possible to help you. Don't worry, no spam. And if you ever want to unsubscribe or change your interests at a later stage, you can just simply do that on the email by clicking below whatever happens to be and make sure you do have a opt-out in terms of unsubscribe from certain emails or unsubscribe altogether just want to quickly back up on that one that's not the call to action of the email is to let them know that <laughs> to unsubscribe you just want to pop it in there build the trust you're not going to spam them so don't spam them and then obviously you're going to give them the gift of that day you're going to let them know what interests. So you should have a list of the interests. So again, age, issue, surgical, non-surgical, and then you have them tagged. So then you're going to be able to send them what they are actually interested in. And that is the foundation of what will be your email engine. This is indoctrination, your ultimate hello. So you're going to welcome them to your family reinforce the excitement, set the stage for what's to come. You're going to give them the resources and build trust. Let them know something personable about you. Then next of all, you want to let them know why you do what you do and why you want to be better every day. And then we're going to have our segmentation of help me help you. And we're going to have anywhere from three to five emails that all go day after day, reinforcing why you do what you do here's the gifts to help you and then the ultimate segmentation piece that's the foundation this is the very basics and the base of your email campaign this is what will set you up for success and the one thing that you want to make sure that you're doing when somebody is in the indoctrination sequence you tag them that they're in there if you are actually sending out other campaigns do not include these people in those campaigns while they're getting it because then you're going to end up spamming them and it gets out of control. 
Let's quickly talk about list hygiene. Something no one really other than marketing people actually care about. But if you want to sell more, you need to keep your list clean. So how do we keep our list clean? And this is something that you can give to somebody else within the practice to take care of. So how to keep your email list. You want to be able to review the emails that you're sending. So if you're seeing bounces, just unsubscribe the people, especially if it's a hard bounce. Also, you want to be tagging people who are opening your emails and also segment them. Yes, you can have segments of segments of segments, but it, it does work. Strong open rates will help improve your deliverability. So the better the email performs, the more people that will receive them. You're all about managing your online reputation when it comes to sending out emails. That's why you do not want to be spamming people. Do not buy email lists. It's illegal in some places, but in reality, who buys from some kind of random person who sends them an email? You want to make unsubscribing easy. If someone doesn't want to be on your list, thank them and say goodbye. There's no point in wasting time. Unsubscribing also doesn't mean that, hey, I will never buy from you. The amount of people that I will see who unsubscribe from a list and actually purchase, crazy. It, 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 those people just want to do it on their timeline. They're not interested in emails. Don't take it personal. Let the people who don't want to be on your list off your list. Thank them. God, we're good. You want to check the stats on the welcome slash indoctrination campaigns. Look at the open rates, the click rates. How many responses are you getting there? And look for trends and tweak over time. But it's not something that you're going to be doing every single week. This is something that I would do every month to look at, okay, which email is doing really well? What's not doing so well? And do we change out the subject line? Do we split test it? See how you can improve the performance. The welcome campaign should be one of the top performing campaigns. So if it's not performing, something is very much up. This episode has just been a very basic what to do, what not to do, and build your indoctrination sequence. This is the foundation for everything. For more advanced people, the rest of your email cannot happen without this, or it's not going to perform as well without this. But next, you should look at creating some nurture sequences to get people to buy on autopilot. Because when you see people say, make money when you sleep, get bookings when you're closed, all of this kind of stuff, this is actually how it's achieved. It can sound overwhelming, but just bake, break it down into bite-sized pieces and it's totally achievable. Get going with your indoctrination welcome campaign and start seeing the results of the amount of people who will actually convert. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you for joining me today, my friend, and I will see you next week. Thank you for tuning in to the Medical Spa Marketing Show. My goal is to empower and inspire you to take your medical aesthetic practice to the next level. Don't forget that success requires dedication and hard work. But with the right mindset and strategy, anything is possible. So go out there and make it happen, friend. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss the next episode so you can gain more valuable insights and tips on how to market your medical aesthetic practice. In the meantime, you can follow us over on Instagram at Vibrant Marketing Online. Talk to you soon.